1: hair, many imitators,
2: but no one compares. Badass Women's Hour XL with Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton on Talk Radio. One,
1: two, three, four.
2: Welcome to the Badass Women's Hour Extra Bits, our little gift to you podcast subscribers. These extra bits come from our radio show, Badass Women's Hour on Talk Radio. And this week it features me, Harriet Minter and Claudia Liza Amar. We're talking to Camilla Seca-Dalarup you might remember her from strictly come dancing but she's now a life coach extraordinaire and she's explaining to us why relationships matter but the relationship we have with ourselves is the most important one We're very excited because in the studio with us is a woman just glowing with Zen wisdom. It is Camilla Sacradella. Up, hello, welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. So we all know you from Strictly in your dancing days, but life has changed quite radically for you. You are now a life coach, a mindful living expert, an NLP master practitioner. How did you go from dancer to to that well Zen <laughs> goddess? Well, basically, I I was given
3: all these tools um, as a professional dancer. I've worked with sports psychologists and, and coaches and energy coaches and, and whatever I could to basically understand how I could be mentally ready for competition. And then when I headed for a burnout at thirty-five, I realized that the strategy I was running in my life really wasn't working very well. Um, so I started to understand how I could use these tools to really feel good inside out and. Um, just started studying anything from hypnosis to mindfulness to meditation, anything that I'd use, but I really wanted to understand how I could teach it. And then, um, yeah, that was how how I then, you know, um, started my own coaching business and hypnosis business and then went to LA to write my first book. And this is my third now. It's it's crazy to me even to think that I say that because... And
2: the book is called It's Not You, It's Me, How to Heal Your Relationship with Yourself and Others. Now, I have told many people that, in fact, it is not me, it's them. Um, (laughs) What is the premise of this? The premise is that when I have clients that come into the office and they're really
3: upset and they spend 45 minutes telling me about their mother-in-law or the man or the girlfriend or the whatever that's <laughs> irritating them or the, the person at work. There's really nothing we can do about those people. All we can do is kind of come back to why is it irritating you? What's the emotional charge behind this? And what can you do to at least navigate more comfortably through the situations? And when we know ourselves really well, we can set really good boundaries. Mm. And, um, and we can also communicate in relationships what we need and also be more clear and uh kind of without fear walking away from situations that we're not okay
2: to be we don't want to be in what is it do you think about other people that brings up so much stuff for us because we all have somebody who when they are related to us or we work with them we feel like we should be able to get on with them yet every time they come in the room we're like oh my god what's going on with that so basically, you know,
3: as I talk about in the book, we are to believe that all relationships are assignments. So when we, you know, there's a beautiful saying by Marianne Williamson that says that perception is projection. So what we perceive in other people is a projection. A projection. So when I look at you now, I think I can feel you're, you know, warm and you're kind and you're lovely. I'm like, this is great. But then when you meet somebody, like you said, where you just think, you irritate me, you make me angry every time. You kind of also got to look at yourself and think, what? who is this person representing? What kind of pattern is that in my life? life that maybe has come up to the surface to kind of be looked at because our subconscious mind runs our lives 95% of the time and the subconscious mind is created when we're children from zero to six years old. So sometimes we have an old system running from from childhood that's not really appropriate when we're 45 or 35 or whatever. So we can talk to our subconscious mind through hypnosis, affirmations and meditation and really kind of reorganize and say, hey, you know, when I get irritated by that person, can I just feel calm instead? Because you know what? I'm sick of, of, of and tired of this pattern. I want to play a new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and they might not be your best friend but you know what once you kind of work with that within then they kind of just become sort of insignificant to you they don't matter in the same way
0: in terms of your own personal life does that come into this book or any of the other
3: books are you learning are you speaking from experience on any occasion I use all of my tools all of the time, and it's not like I coach others and I go on trust me. <laughs> um, it's almost like you, you, you're even more aware. So I use all of the tools. I also always work with a coach who I call them, my coach, and just like I do for others, she holds the mirror for me and I hold the mirror for others.
0: So you have a coach I as do, well, a life I coach. I do, yeah.
3: I have done for many, many years, and uh, I think it's important to walk the walk because. Like I said, I believe that relationships are assignments and sometimes we can't work it out till somebody actually says, so why is this person annoying you? What is it that it's bringing up? Is it anger? Is it frustration? Is it, is it envy? Is it jealousy? What is it? And then you can, you know, work on yourself. I'm, I think we're all here, you know, to, to come home to ourselves too. And that's what the book is all about, mm-hmm. to kind of feel whole and, and enough and, and know that we're, we're all enough.
0: Harry, do you have a life coach? Uh,
2: not only don't have, I you have one, one. <laughs> I
3: am trained as one.
0: So yes. you, you're yes. trained as a life coach. <laughs> yeah, I'm a trained life and
2: coach. Have you ever used a life coach? I do. I have a life coach, and I absolutely adore. So I met my coach. It's off on a tangent, but I basically met like three women in a row that I was like, There's something amazing about these women, and I don't know what it is. And they all had the same coach, and I was like, Right, I want her. Really? And so she became my life coach, and then I worked with her for like a year and a half, and I was like, This is amazing. I want to do this for other women. I am the only and one I in became this a room life coach. Yeah, you're... without a life coach. don't have one. No, I, well, Babe, give me a call. my
0: mum, but you know, <laughs> I, I don't think she's qualified <laughs> really. But Lums, she, good, she would, yeah, she was to be like, Oh, see, you know, CL, what are you doing? But sort it it's
2: out. good to have that kind of neutral perspective. something about a neutral perspective and yeah. also something about somebody who sits outside of your mm. stuff. You know, they don't, have, they don't have any skin in the game, mm. right? They don't, ultimately, they want the best for you, but they don't really care if you're getting on with your husband or not. That's yeah. not the interesting mm. bit. The interesting bit is what is that for you? Yes. Camilla, when Life you're dealing coaches. with, um, when you're talking to clients about this and when you are looking at, how they relate to other people how do you know and it's hard because I know as a coach you're not supposed to say uh, enough's enough get out of this relationship <laughs> but how do your clients know when actually it's time to walk away and when it's time to say actually this is about me and I need to work on me
3: well I think it's um it always comes to a natural conclusion from what, I mean I learned it many years ago um that it's not for me to tell what sort of pace Mm -hmm. the client should go at you know if they need to to go through the same conversation for three years or five different relationships to show the same pattern before the changes that's on them because sometimes that's how long it takes you know um, so I, I I, I teach the tools and I let people go at the pace they need to go at and I will be able to guide them but you usually come to the conclusion of, you know, when it's time to walk away. I mean, I was in a similar situation when I, when I left Strict, Strictly Come Dancing mm-hmm. is a good example for me to when you realize you're, you're finished with a job, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to be finished. And that's the same as being finished with a relationship. I literally every day just prayed that I would fall back in love with what was an, an art and a skill that I was finally an expert at and it just didn't come back. And so, in the end, after a few years, I just had to listen to the voice within that just told me, "Come on, you, you're done. You, there's nothing more here. You know, you're. Yeah. It's time to move on." And that's that, that's kind of what happens in relationships. Sometimes we ignore the intuition. You know what I mean? When it's saying move along, you're yeah. like, no, because I'm kind of comfortable.
0: But I was don't it feel hard? Good. Yes. It, how, how hard was it? it
3: very, very literally. hard. It was oh to leave. To, yes, yeah. was very hard because I loved everything about it, but I wasn't in love with my. What was my passion for my entire life and everything I knew? By the way, I thought everything I knew. I then realized that the mind tools was something that could carry on. But I, I just felt so empty and and lost for an entire year after that. You know, I was just because it, it's 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 sad when you love something and then you just wake up and you go, I don't I don't love it anymore.
2: And then what you're describing there yeah. sounds really like heartbreak, you know, which we've all had yeah. that thing. where you are like, I know that this was the right thing, but I am broken hearted. Yeah. How did you go about looking after yourself after that and pulling yourself back together?
3: that's that's when I realized that the burnout, everything arrived in one and I just went, Camilla, you have an athlete mindset, which is great because it means that you can just, you know, troop on. Mm. But actually it's not suiting you because you're not taking care of yourself. So self-care, and that's why I've written an entire mm. chapter about self-care, became, a, became a, a new word in my vocabulary. And I started to realize that I needed to look after myself and that it was okay to look after myself. Um, because, yeah. because all the things...
0: In in the book that you talk about, as you said, self care, but self love, self acceptance, mm. self awareness, are these things that you dealt with? Mm-hmm. You looked at when you were with Str- when you were at Strictly.
3: No, I didn't have time. Huh. That, that's, yeah. I didn't. I didn't have time till I literally went and reinvented myself. I didn't have time to look at any of that till I headed for a burnout and well, I was exhausted. When you say you didn't have time, why why is that? Because I was an athlete, I was a perfectionist, I was uh, You'd be dancing, a workaholic training all oh, the time. Oh gosh, that was my life. That's all I knew, you know, we always had another competition before we joined strictly. There was always another show another competition and it just became what I did. I mean, it was almost like that was my identity. And um, obviously I, I'm so glad that I went through that because it's taught me so much that I can use in my work now. And but it was a it was it was a weird time to wake up and realize that was your identity.
2: Mm. One of the things you talked about just a minute ago that I wanted to pull up in this book is you said um, you know it was hard to leave strictly because you were an expert at it. Mm. And in this book, you're talking about learning through relationships and how we relate to people. Can we become an expert at relationships? I say this because recently I'm now. At learning what a beginner I am at a lot of relationships can we become an expert at it
3: we can become an expert at the relationship with ourselves <laughs> and that's really is what the book is about and I truly believe that's where it begins because if we really truly know ourselves we can start to understand other people better we can have more empathy for other people and their situations
0: yeah oh definitely I mean I've been self-reflective since I was um 17 if that makes where I would look at the surroundings and so, so for example 17 year old I was a not very nice person I thought I wanted to try and be this hard black street girl and you look at me I'm clearly I'm clearly not uh, but and I wondered why people would react a certain way they would react to me which wasn't very nice or pleasant and rather than blaming all of these people for their horrid reactions to me I thought what am I doing that's actually causing that. And what can I do to change that? And that involved having taken a good, hard mm. look at myself and saying, "Girlfriend, you got to stop that. <laughs> drop that street attitude, because no one likes it. It's not working for no one." So you said seventeen. Some,
3: you said something very important there, and that's really the entire premise of why I wrote the book. Is just, you know, right now a lot of people will say, "I don't know if I can make a difference in the world. How do I stay relevant? How can I make a difference?" But just like you said if we all just take responsibility for our own actions, uh, and and we're willing to do that, every single thing we do has a ripple effect in in the world. And it matters. It really matters.
2: What would you say if somebody thinks I want to start potentially looking at myself and at why perhaps certain people keep showing up in my life or certain situations keep showing up? Where can they start? What's the kind of first step towards that? So the first chapter in the book is
3: just like that, it's becoming self-aware. Because in the beginning, if you are blaming everybody, let's say you've been in a similar situation, in, in a job situation, right? And you end up every time next to a colleague that you can't stand. Then it's time to say, okay, why am I always ending up? That's the first awareness. Why am I ending up? Or why am I ending up in a relationship with a controlling partner over and over and over again? Then you've got to say, okay, okay, it's like you said, what, is, what am I doing here? Mm. Is there something that I'm, you know, putting out there? Is there something I need to look at? And that's really just how it begins with your self-awareness. You become aware of your own actions. Yeah. And
0: I just want, I'm so curious about this. How did Strictly
3: change your life? Mm. I mean, it's, it's just like sort of some magical unicorn ride. That's honestly how it feels. Because you win it from day one. Yeah.
0: You wouldn't even know no. how big it was going to no. be.
3: It's funny because we had a feeling that it was going to be something special. We knew that. We that was, you know, just just this feeling, but we had no idea. I mean, come on, it's just, and it's still, it's just magical. How did it? How did it
0: change things for you?
3: Mainly, um, I guess it gave me opportunities to meet people, um, to work with people, to get my, to do my first motivational talk in the UK, which then kind of really spurred me on to. That was just before I started studying NLP. Um, and I think also just teaching the, the celebrities really, I realized was all about getting into their minds and really mm. helping them overcome, not feeling confident and so forth. So that even also spurred me on in the kind of mindset coaching area. But I mean, it's, it's, it's given us so
2: many opportunities as well. Camilla, thank you so much for coming in and chatting to us. Thank you. you. Just a delight to have this to you. Camilla up, her book, It's Not You, It's Me, How to Heal Your Relationship with Yourself and Others, is out now. Looking at her sitting here, I think, gosh, I must read this book immediately because clearly yeah, it's going li- to bring me this level of zen. I can't wait. you've been listening to badass women's hour if you like the show then help more people find us you can tag us or talk to us on social media using at badass women's hour or you can be really lovely and leave us a review and a rating five stars please it helps boost us up the podcast rankings and allows other people to find us we'll be back next week with more badass guests and
1: in-depth chat